Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the D2 Nation podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Cavati, and joining me, as always, is the best co-host in D2 Sports, Bethany Bowman. First, congratulations, partner. Your Chiefs pulled off a ridiculous win yesterday, probably one of the most memorable weekends of football, but it was former West Alabama D2 football wide receiver Tyreek Hill who went off with 150 yards and that huge touchdown. Uh, does it feel good to be able to breathe again? Yeah, I wish you guys could have seen me last night. I was absolutely rattled. I thought we were going to lose. I mean, I think everybody in the country did down with 13 seconds to go. But yeah, I'm super excited. The Chiefs got to win. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you can't have all the fun. As we all know, it is my favorite time of the year. It's the D2 baseball season. Um, the, the season is upon us. We're a couple weeks away. And today, my preseason power 10 came out, Bethany. Yeah, super exciting. And yes, indeed, we can't be thinking about football all the time baseball is exciting and it's just getting ready to start and it's hard to believe that it's almost here now while defending national champion wingate tops your preseason power 10 we're going a little different direction with our first baseball guest of the season joining us today from number three colorado mesa mavericks is your defending ncaa.com player of the year hayden mcgarry and spencer bramwell welcome to the nation gentlemen well we're we're excited that you're here uh, I, I do want to say that I'm, I'm not much of a hat guy, but just to make you guys feel a little comfortable uh, for a little bit. Uh, um, so obviously there's so much success in the Mavericks program, right? And you've had so much over the year. Uh, it's funny, before we jumped on, we were talking about how you're, Hayden, you're from Arizona and, and Spencer, you're from Southern California. And one of your first days, you had to shovel snow uh, at Colorado Mesa. I'm sure that wasn't the deciding factor that brought you both to play baseball here. So Hayden, we'll start with you and then we'll go to Spencer. Hayden, what brought you to Colorado Mesa originally? Um, obviously it was baseball. So I went on a visit um, senior, my senior high school. Um, and I fell in love instantly, the facilities, the, the people, the coaching staff. Um, I was funny. I sent a Snapchat to my buddy as we're sitting in the airport, getting ready to leave Grand Junction. And I hadn't made any official decision. And I was like, I'm going to come here in the fall. And he was like, no way. And I was like, yeah, like, this is where I want to be. Like, this is the place, like the success, the the growth, the school is planning and is executing now is insane. So it was something I wanted to be a part of then. And I'm happy to be a part of now. And Spencer, how about you? Uh, pretty much the same. I came on a visit in the fall of my senior year. Um, visit went well. Loved the facilities, loved the area. I'm a big snowboarder, so having the Rocky Mountains right there was a real big deciding factor for me. But the uh, the culture the coaches created and the family atmosphere, like leaving this place, the feeling I had on the plane, it was hard to turn away from. And it was the first visit I took and the only visit I needed. I called Coach Hanks pretty shortly after that and committed. Minus the shortened 2020 season, Colorado Mesa has won more than 40 games every year for the past eight years. And while it hasn't turned into a championship just yet, there have been three very deep runs in the tournament over that span. That's an unbelievable run, and it goes back, I think, to Coach Chris Hanks. Spencer, what makes Coach so special to play for? I would say his attention to detail and everything. Uh, off the field, he's like your best friend. The, all the coaches are. They really create a family environment and it's really easy to play for him and go to war for him every day. But on the field, every little thing we do at practice has so much detail involved and really focusing on perfection. And I think that carries over to our gameplay and translates to our good record. Yeah. It's a, it's a remarkable run when you look at all those wins. 
Uh, and it's not easy out there in the RMAC with all those offenses <laughs> and everything. It, it's not no easy task. Um, but obviously, it, it goes without saying with all those wins, the, the goal for Colorado Mesa is carry North Carolina every year. And that road starts for you guys February 10th. Four games against Azusa Pacific, who's nationally ranked, and then four games against North, Northwest Nazarene, who um, made it to carry last year. Uh, Hayden, does that make opening day that much more exciting, knowing that that's your first you know, out non-conference schedule? And, and what are your expectations for those first few games? Yeah, it's super exciting. Um, with COVID and stuff affecting even last season, we were un, unable to play out of conference. So it's kind of exciting to see talent and skill you know and even when we went to the regional we faced uccs so you know get to play somebody else get to play some go somewhere else you know be in a different part of the country is super exciting um and then yeah just the talent that they both both those teams bring is going to be a good test for us early and it'll be a good you know measuring stick for us what we need to do to get to the end of the year um do you guys pay attention to Paul? You, you're so veteran at this point that polls, especially this early in the season, uh, probably don't mean too much to you. But looking around, you're, you're number th- ranked three, four, two, you know, you're, you're top five wherever you look. Um, you know, I guess to both of you, is that something that kind of motivates you or are you just like the, the focus is the end? Yeah, I, I would mean, say the focus is the end. I mean, we see all that stuff. We look at it. It's cool to see. But the end of the day once you get to the postseason you're oh no record doesn't matter ranking doesn't matter it's kind of got to go to war and win the game so I mean being one two three four in the nation it's cool to see it's cool to put on social media but really at the end of the day we just want to go win ball games yeah well he does it for the cloud obviously <laughs> <laughs> so both catchers by position this pitching staff will have a new look this year Spencer let's start with you what do you think about this year's staff and who should we be watching um, this year's staff, I think we got a lot more depth than we have in the past couple of years. We don't really have a defined starting rotation just yet, but the depth we added to the bullpen is going to take some wear and tear off the guys that we've been depending on the past couple of years. And I think developing that early in the season is really going to help us down the stretch. Having a lot more healthy arms, stronger arms, I think it's just going to help us. Um, I'd say guys to watch, Ryan Day, he had a pretty strong season last year. Uh, he's kind of continuing that through our fall and the spring. And then we had a few Young guys come on. Cole Seward, I mean, he's nasty. Isaac Kane had a breakout fall. He's pitched a few times over a couple of years, had a few Sunday starts. So I think he's going to be a big guy in our rotation going forward. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it must be exciting kind of when you have new face, you know, especially as the catcher, right? You get, you're, you get to work with them. I, Hayden, I know you're a catcher by nature, but, uh, you know, they got to get your bat in anyway. So you'll be yeah. too sometimes. But Working with young pitchers, you know, you Andrew Morris was a freshman and was incredible. Like that, that must be exciting for both of you, right? When you get to catch them. Oh yeah, definitely. And the better they are, the more fun it is to catch. So having guys come out of the bullpen or starting the game, guy after guys, top tier stuff. It's fun to catch. Yeah. Um, let's geek out a little bit on baseball. Uh, hey, Hayden, obviously the numbers you put up the last few years, reigning National Player of the Year. Um, you're one of the most feared hitters in D2. Let's talk a little bit about your approach to the plate. Um, you know, I think you had 20 home runs and you only 20 strikeouts. Like that, that's remarkable, right? What, like, so what are you looking for? What's the, the ideal spot that you like hitting in the batting order? Um, what kind of pitch, you know, obviously the sitting dead red is, is everybody's answer, but yeah, what are the yeah. kind of pitches are you comfortable going after? Um, I, I don't really like to, 
I, I don't know. I like to be good at hitting all pitches. I feel like that's the best. I don't really like to have, you know, pitch that certain staff can sit on and be like, oh, we can't hit this. And, you know, if, if that starts to be the word around, you know, the, the conference or whatever, then I, you know, work on making it not that way. Um, but definitely just looking for something to do damage. You know, I, I approach is middle of the field, gap to gap. Um, and I think, obviously, I think the numbers show that with the doubles and the home runs. Um, so just kind of hit the ball hard and hopefully they're not standing where they're not standing there. So, but yeah, it's, I, it's real simple. And was that, was that, you don't really see, you know, by this time in, in college baseball, you know, fourth, fifth year of college baseball, you, you have your home run hitters and then you have your average hitters and, and the blend that you have, like this perfect balance is very rare. Has that always been the case for you? Even back in high school, were you that gap to, like you said, gap to gap and over the fence powered type of hitter? Yeah. The, the guy I worked with a lot in high school, John Finn was, that was his approach even before, you know, I got strong enough to, you know, hit home runs. It was, you know, people aren't standing left center, right center. So let's hit the ball there. Let's work to stay, you know, up the middle as best as we can. And, you know, it gives you room to, to miss, you know, so if you're a little late, you're going to go right center, you're a little early, you'll go left center, left field. So, you know, just kind of missing in the middle of the field or aiming for the middle of the field and then you're able to miss, you know, to one side or the other kind of gives you the, the approach that leads to a lot more hits, I think. Yeah, it seems to work. <laughs> and, and Spencer, I mean, you do great. You hit over 350 last year, right? Like you have a, a very good approach at the plate. So just talk about, you know, what, what goes through your mind when you get up there and see a pitcher. Uh, like Hayden, I like to keep it real simple. Middle of field, gap to gap, do damage. I mean, I'm out there hunting the fastball. I was told at a pretty young age, best way to hit the curveballs, hit the fastball. So kind of stuck with that approach. Um, we're a line drive hitting program. We like to get on top of the ball, do damage, and the home runs and doubles are going to happen. So just keeping everything simple and short through the zones, really the approach at the plate. It's working. For both of you guys. I was a former D2 student athlete, and when I wasn't competing, though, uh, I like to spend a lot of time out at the baseball diamond and really noticed just how close I felt like our guys were and our team was in the dugout. What makes being a D2 student athlete so special to you guys? I mean, I would say the opportunity to kind of break stereotypes. A lot of times D2, D3 guys are overlooked. So just having the ability to go out there and prove people wrong, I feel like makes our team a little bit closer because we're all kind of fighting for the same thing and fighting to get on the map. So, I mean, there's elite guys at every level, but just the chance to prove that D2 and D3 guys can hang with the D1 guys, I think that's something that kind of makes D2 athletes stand out. I like that answer. We, we, we haven't had that answer. I really like that one. Hayden, how about you? I, I agree with Spencer. I think, you know, I think all of us, up and down this roster could play at the division one level. And I think us being here at the, you know, D2 level competing year in and year out for a D2 championship is, is special. Um, and I think we're, all, you know, every, like Spencer said, there's, there's talent at every level, there's stars at every level. And, you know, getting to prove that is really a lot of fun and getting to, you know, kind of play with that chip on your shoulder. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a D2 athlete, but let me, you know, let me show you what I can do is, is definitely something that drives a lot of us on this, on this team. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we, we've had uh, Josiah Gray from Lemoyne, who was D2, and he's now in the Washington Nationals. And he was on the show. And Bethany, you remember, he talked about that chip on his shoulder, too. And it was always something to prove because, you know, not everybody knows there's talent on every level. I know I get to write about it on D2 level. So I get to, to see you guys all the time. And I think you guys do a good job of 
of being those representatives and 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 bringing a game and just being you know good competitors about it um but sorry to break the news for you to you guys but that was the easy part of the show now is when the hard part begins and the real fun begins we're going to see how much you two know about each other you've been playing together for four years now um here's how it works this is the d2 nation hot seat match game we're going to ask you a question you write down your answer on the piece of paper in front of you and then Spencer will ask you what you think Hayden wrote down. And then Hayden will ask you what you think Spencer uh, wrote down. And we'll see how well you know each other off the field as you do on the field. All right. uh, does, that, does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. All right, good. So Bethany's going to start you off. Yeah, we're starting out easy as usual. Who's your favorite baseball player? Okay, and while they write down their answers, let's let's go over Hayden's stats. We've been talking about his hitting. Uh, last year, he hit 481 with 26 doubles, 20 home runs, and he only struck out 20 times. Uh, he is a walking hit machine um, to the gaps, apparently, as, as we just learned. All right, Hayden is still writing. Give us a thumbs up when you're both done. How about that? We haven't done that yet, Wayne. Yeah, I like it. All right, Spencer, who did Hayden write? Paul Goldschmidt. Hold it up. That was that was my answer for a long time. I don't know if you can see it. Nick Castellanos. It just uh-huh. changed. It it's it's been it was pretty recent <laughs> that that changed. So are you? Well, you're an Arizona guy. Was it because he he left Arizona? Is that what made the change? Yeah, yeah. Just and I I think I like Nick Castellanos just because I feel like similar hitters. I like to watch him swing. So, yeah. And then uh, Hayden, who's Spencer's? Mike Trout. <laughs> Boom! We got a match. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so next, next up, what song or artist are you listening to pregame to get you hyped up? While they write those answers, I'm gonna give you a little bit of Spencer's stats. Spencer hit 357 with a career high 10 home runs, added 12 doubles, and for his career, he is now, he is now a 354 hitter with an impressive 1.023 OPS. You know what's interesting about this question, Bethany? We ask it a lot, but now we have baseball players. We have walk-up songs to to contend with too. So uh, not only do they have pre- yeah, we should game, change I- it for sure to uh, <laughs> what's your walk-up song? Well, but they would know that very easily. So yeah, that would be easy. Um, all right, so Spencer, what's what's Hayden listening to? Um, I think it was something heavy metal. I don't know. Not, I'm not Metallica even. out there. What do you got? Drake. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Just. Uh, what, what, what's your walk-up song? Do you have a walk-up song? Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, I have to look. I have to look. <laughs> We haven't submitted them yet, so I'm, I'm still... How do, you, how do you not know yours? <laughs> do you change I wrote it? it I, I wrote it down. It's uh, Let Me Blow Your Mind by Eve. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, and then, Hayden, what's Spencer's? I'm going to have to say the same thing, like a, like a rock. Um, maybe ACDC. Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 question brings out the the most stunning answers from people that they had no idea what people their friends listened to yeah uh, what's I your walk up song uh, desperado by rihanna nice i, I love say, it i'm not gonna let you leave this call without giving us a song <laughs> <laughs> we got it right, so, so 
next one is what is your favorite binge worthy television show and while they're writing we have been talking about colorado mesa's uh insane run the past eight nine years so check this out bethany the Mavericks have won 385 games since 2013. That's 43 wins a year. And like we said, there's been deep runs, right? They reached the title game in both 2014 and 19, and then the semifinals in 2017. So this is just a powerhouse program that needs that one more big win that the, it's been close so many times. Um, but all right, I see the pens are down. Uh, Spencer, we'll start with you. What did Hayden write down? Big Bang Theory. Oh, no. Close. Uh, I kind of. Mine's New Girl. No, nice. I think I've watched that show probably six times through on Netflix. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And what's Spencer watching? I remember him talking about it one time. Uh, Cobra Kai. No. No. Moved on. Oh, Yellowstone. But did you like Cobra Kai? I did. Yeah. Have you caught up in season four? <laughs> yeah, I watched it all. Yeah, it, it lasts a day. I I can't. It I sit there and I'm done with it in one day. It's so addictive. Um. So okay, next question is. Oh well, this has to be a good one for these guys. What's the best baseball movie of all time? Oh yeah, that's a good one. And I'll read some other info about Colorado Mesa this year. Came in at number three in your preseason poll and joining the Mavericks are Wingate, Tampa, Angelo State, and Minnesota State in the top five. That's two teams in Angelo State and Mesa that are in the same region. Yeah, I'll send is <laughs> Not easy. All right, pens are down. Spencer, what is Hayden's favorite baseball movie of all time? I'm going to go The Sandlot. I feel the dreams. Uh, and what's spencer's uh angels in the outfield just because he's a socal guy bull durham Durham. as just for a point of reference mine is the sandlot so uh i would have been i would have been a match on that uh beth you don't have a favorite baseball movie do you yours is remember the titans i know that no i have i have a favorite baseball movie it's Moneyball. oh yeah that's right you did say that that. (laughs) all right bethany next question what's your favorite food Bethany, what's your favorite food while they answer? Um, I don't discriminate. I like all food. <laughs> I like, it's hard. Pasta, Mexican, burgers, it's all good. So I don't really have a favorite. <laughs> you guys ready? Yeah. All right, Hayden, what is Spencer's answer? I know he likes steak. He's always eating steak. So that's my answer. Seafood. Seafood. Okay. With uh, a Hayden fillet. Going sushi. Seafood with the fillet. <laughs> yeah. What is Hayden's answer? Sushi. Oh, I said pizza. <sighs> no shot. <laughs> I had pizza tonight. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, this is the last question. Um, I bet you guys know about this because I'm sure you've vented before. Which opposing RMAC stadium is your least favorite to hit in that you struggle the most in? They never struggle, obviously. I know. I was gonna say for a guy hitting over three fifty, four eighty. All right, pens are down. Spencer, what is Hayden's uh, least favorite ballpark to have success in? 
I'm going to go Regis. I said CCU. I've never actually played there, but I've heard horrible things from <laughs> the guys that have. So I guess, I don't know. It's, it's hard to hit there. And then what about Spencer? I would say uh, Springs. Colorado Christian. Oh, Colorado Christian. see. No success there, huh? Not at all. <laughs> um all right well you did well uh hopefully you had a little fun there to close out the show thank you uh for doing that and and thank you for being on and obviously um you know get some rest and, and get ready and, and good luck february 10th and and I, obviously on that non-conference schedule and um you know we thank you for joining the show today thanks for yeah, having thank you when they uh, didn't hit it out of the park on the match game but they definitely do so on the field so it's all right yeah, very punny. I liked where you went there. <laughs> <laughs> Remember D2 Nation, you can catch us anywhere you listen to this uh, podcast. So check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and like we said, anywhere in the podcast universe. Give us a follow here and on Twitter, and we'll see you next week on the D2 Nation.